0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Trend Daddy Podcast. Today, I break down the song Thank You Next by Ariana Grande. Keep listening to hear my thoughts. Okay, so I'm here to interrupt your regularly scheduled programming. This is an emergency episode. Um, Over the weekend, Saturday night at 11 p.m. to be exact, Ariana Grande released her new single entitled Thank You Next. And I'm sure hearing this episode and even, you know, devoting an entire episode to this song might seem frivolous to some. Uh, I just really, honestly, I, I cannot listen to that song And like listen to the lyrics without crying and it's already Tuesday and the song has been out all weekend Um, we just need to jump right into it so in order to get into this song um, and really dissect the lyrical content I'm just going to play it for you Um, and we're gonna deconstruct it verse for verse so here is the intro in verse 1 song intros us with a melodic pop groove, um, and verse one starts, and she lists her ex-boyfriends by name. Um, She talks about almost being married to Pete, um, and then the line she says, Wish I could say thank you to Malcolm, because he was an angel, Um, which is a direct reference to the artist Mac Miller, who unfortunately died by drug overdose just very shortly ago. Um, which was obviously a big shock to her. Um, anyways, the themes of this song, it, you know, it covers, it covers a lot. It really does. I know it's just a pop song, but if we can just put ourselves in Ariana's shoes contextually, you know, um, the Manchester attack happened. Um, she is a singer and entertainer. A lot of fans love her, look up to her. They listen to her music and, you know, and they gag out to her music and, um, you know, they get their life and you go to a concert and you expect to have a great time with friends to laugh, maybe even to cry, just to feel something moved, inspired. Um, And shortly after the show, there was a terrorist attack, um, a suicide bomber, um, and 22 were killed and injured. Um, Luckily, Ariana was okay physically, but that took a huge mental toll, and I don't think a lot of us realize the type of toll that that takes emotionally and mentally on a person, especially someone so young. But she tries to get back on her feet. She takes, you know, a year off from the spotlight. She doesn't do music. She finishes her tour quietly and then just kind of secludes herself. Um, and you know, she grew up in musical theater. Music is her life. So she used music, music as a tool for healing. Um, along with, she's been very open about going to therapy, um, and, you know, just being self-aware with her mental health. Um, And so she used music to kind of heal the wound. um, And at that time, she ended her two-year relationship with Mac Miller. Um, And then shortly after that, she released the album Sweetener, which had some very upbeat um, songs. And I still believe that Sweetener is one of the best albums released in 2018. It's very um innovative and ingenuitive the sounds. It was definitely experimental. She kind of just was like I was on the other side of eternity for a split second and now here I am. So I'm just, you know, she had no holds barred when she was creating that record. Um, and then shortly after the release of Sweetener, you know, Mac Miller did die of an accidental drug overdose. We know that it was um, just recently presumed by the coroner that it was not a suicide, it was an accidental overdose, which is great. He did suffer from depression, Um, so the conversation about mental health is still as important. Um, But anyways, I couldn't imagine someone that I loved and dated for two years to just die you know, at such a young age. Um, And so that's the line I wish I could say thank you to Malcolm because he was an angel. Uh, That part got to me. We get into the chorus, and this is probably one of the most earnest and self-aware verses that I've ever heard, honestly. The pre-chorus starts out saying, one taught me love, one taught me patience, one taught me pain and now it's so amazing to have loved and have lost just the idea I mean I'm 29 years old and to get into the frame of mind and to see from that perspective that the people that I've loved and dated and have shared vulnerabilities of myself and have seen you know maybe a deeper side of who I am than just the people who I have uh, platonic relationships with could teach me something honestly that like so earnest and self-aware and which leads me to
1: verse two
0: So we arrive at the second verse and it's Ariana post breakup where you have that, you know, clarity after ending a relationship. Spend more times with my friends. I ain't worried about nothing. Plus I met someone else. We having better discussions. I know they say I move on too fast, but this one gonna last because her name is Ari and I'm so good with that. Just that verse like. At first, it's kind of the bait and switch. You think like, girl, please don't be that, you know, that moves on so fast and so quickly in a relationship right after one after the other. Because girl, don't you know it? We've all been there. We've needed the affirmation, the attention, you know, the affection, the warm body. We are not immune to that. We are familiar. Um, And... And then she tells us, no, her name is Ari, Ariana speaking about herself, and I'm so good with that. Then she goes into the pre-chorus, she taught me love, she taught me patience, she handles pain and that shit's amazing. That line, it gets me every time, you know, like, that you can find love and patience in yourself and that you can handle pain is just a so so encouraging and so empowering. Cause we've all been there. We've all had our self-esteem that is so low in the dirt and we've needed affirmation from someone else. We've, we've needed, um, something that, you know, we felt was going to only be provided by another person. Um, how he, how she handles pain, that shit's amazing. Like that you can handle your pain, that you can overcome and that you can learn and turn your negative situation around. I mean, really, she had, she's in grieving. She's grieving the death of, of a former lover. Um, she was about to get married and she's grieving the loss of that relationship and she's grieving the loss of, you know, the fans that went to her concert I mean, if you, we really don't know the headspace that she's been in at such a young age to be 25. Like, it can really bring me to tears. I've loved and I've lost, but that's not what I see. Because look what I've found. No need for searching. She's not searching for something in anyone else. She's found it in herself, in the midst of the tragedy, in the midst of the chaos and the turbulence. And you know what they say about storms is that either you're entering one, you're in one now, or you're exiting one. We've all been in a storm. We've all been in, you know, the rain, so to speak. Um, And she's encouraging us and empowering us that we can move on. The third verse and how the song ends is this one day I'll walk down the aisle holding hands with my mama. I'll be thanking my dad cause she grew from the drama. <laughs> where are my people that grew up in broken homes or where are my people that had some inner turmoil at home that you couldn't talk about? Where are those people from parents fighting from divorce? to to trouble with alcoholism and other aspects of your life from such a young age she says i'll be thanking my dad because she grew from the drama she grew from the drama people and just the idea that ariana is so unapologetically feminist i love that and i Dan, that's so hardcore that she's gonna walk down the aisle with her mom. Like, she's such a freaking rule breaker. I love this and it resonates about with with me because she wants to break those societal norms. Like, oh yeah, who like just because one person said one day that like the man, my dad should walk me down the aisle? No, I'm not gonna do that. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna flip the script and actually my mom's gonna walk me down the aisle. How about that? Like, that's that's the type of person that I am, so I just really relate to that. Um Then she says, only want to do it once real bad, gonna make that shit last. That is so cute, you know, that she wants, she really, like, she takes marriage seriously. She wants, like, it to be forever, and, you know, that's kind of why things ended with Pete, probably, because she was looking at, okay, can this really be forever? Um, And then she says, God forbid something happens, at least this song is a smash. So, like, you know, I'm young, I'm 25, I'm saying, like, I want to get married once, but, like, who knows, in five years, like... You know, sometimes these songs come back to bite us. You know, she could already be one divorce in, but you know, like she, like, she doesn't take herself too seriously. And then she ends the song like this. I've got so much love. I've got so much patience. I've learned from the pain and I turned out amazing. Like, I'm seriously choking up reading these lyrics because like, no matter how bad it gets, like you have people that love you, no matter how depressive it may be, no matter how heartbroken you may be, like you can move on from your pain and you can turn it into a positive. Not many people have this outlook. I don't know about you, but I have a lot of people in my life and in my circle around me. It's easy to just kind of be that pity party, especially if you grew up in poverty or if you grew up in, you know, a negative environment, it's easy to kind of perpetuate that. Um, and I'm really, I'm inspired that you can turn out amazing. I've loved it and I've lost, but that's not what I see. She doesn't see the loss. You know, a lot of times it's so easy to just see your pain. Because look what I found. No need for searching. She doesn't need to search. You can find it in yourself, people. Like somebody needs to hear that. <laughs> Some of you listeners need to hear that. You can find the pain Uh, Or you can find um, the, the love and you can find the strength in yourself. And some of you guys need to just be whipped into shape and to say, you know, you need to get yourself out of that pity party, get yourself out of that space. It's been bad, but it's also been great. You know, Brené Brown says that when it comes to taking the edge off in life, sometimes, you know, we go out with friends, we may you know, have a glass of wine or two or three in the evening, or we may, you know, partake in certain other recreational activities that are now legal in California, just, you know, cause we need to take the edge off. Life is just so difficult, but she says, you know, be careful about that because when you take the edge off and you try to numb things, this is how it works. You can't pick and choose what your mind numbs. So if you're going to numb the, the severe, harsh reality, you numb the pain and you numb the heartbreak. You also numb the joy and you also numb the freedom and, um, you know, you numb the positive parts of life too. Uh, so it's, it's just, I mean, I'm going to leave you with the rest of the song and I really hope that it resonates with you. You know, the trend daddy podcast, don't worry, we'll get back to the deeper issues, but you know what? Those of you who may think that this is just a frivolous pop song, it's not, it's really not. Don't say nothing to me because this song covers themes that, you know, are very difficult to handle. This honestly too, in lyrical context, being this earnest and vulnerable, is usually reserved for a ballad contextually these types of themes don't usually read well in the pop landscape but she has an innovative way of merging these sobering lyrics with a groove and turning negatives into a very empowering positive and inspiring message and outcome and honestly that is something that you don't see a lot it's I, I keep saying this, but it's it's so innovative. I still believe that Sweetener, like I said, was the best album of 2018. And she's continuing her work on this new single and hopefully in this new album, because it's so important. We do need to take care of our mental, mental self. We need to take care of ourself and our mental health, excuse me. And we need to realize that you can move on from your pain. You can find inner strength and inner peace in whatever moral compass that you follow. If you are religious or spiritual in any way, um, you know, that is great to have that faith, but also just to know that you were made for this life and you can overcome and that you can take agency over yourself and, and just be empowered to live the best and healthiest way that is possible, that you see fit is is just, it's incredible. Um, I'm gonna leave you with the end of the song as an outro. I hope this song touched you. I feel like there are other people, like peers that I have, you know, maybe you follow me or we're friends in real life. I feel like there are other people who listen to this song and, and truly were touched by it, but almost like feel uncomfortable talking about it. But this, if is ever a place to talk about pop music, it's the Trend Daddy podcast, let me tell you, honey. So we're going to go in. Um, I'm so glad you were inspired. And if your thought process is similar to mine, I'm so glad that this song has been beneficial to your listening ears. Um, And I really hope that this podcast resonated with you. Don't worry. We're going to get back to the heavier, like more, um, I guess, intellectual... Dialogue in the next episodes darling but um for this one it, it needed to happen here it is um you can handle pain and you're gonna come out amazing I believe in you and you know just thanks for listening bye
1: bye'll be my dad cause she grew from the drama only one to do it your bed. Go make that shit last. God forbid something happens. At least this song is a smash. It's right? Totally. (laughs) You show her Mariah, I show them...